0: all right everybody hey welcome back to the brown experience yes uh we are still in season two this is episode three The vice president debate. Oh my goodness. Uh, (laughs) A lot to talk about, a lot to get through, and even maybe even uh, uh, an interview today with the insect that was a star of the show. Again, not uh, from either perspective of Kamala Harris, who is uh, running for vice president of the Democratic Party, uh, nor are we going to talk about uh, Mike Pence, because we're we're not representatives from their campaign. We can't talk about how they feel, but we can take some of their discussion topics, uh, the ones that affect you, you, Brown community, and, um, and talk about our perspective on them and, and how they affect us. And so um, really excited for today. Uh, uh, this is our, our second uh, presidential uh, debate topic that we get to talk about, so um, let's get started. All right, uh, Javi, the first uh, little bullet point I have here is are our leaders taking this virus seriously? Are the leaders of our country taking this virus seriously? So uh, just to preface before Javi answers, uh, we are in the week of uh, October, um, second, third week of October. And uh, just recently what happened is uh, the president, uh, unfortunately, did uh, catch COVID and many people in his cabinet, many people uh, within the White House have uh, contracted COVID-19. And so um, great, great topic for the VP and, uh, and the VP debate. So Javi, are our leaders taking this virus seriously.
1: This one will. I'm um, right in between, and the only reason why I say uh, that I'm right in between it's just because you know we live in a state that it's different than other states. Other states have different you know rules and all that kind of stuff, and then on top of having whatever our governor says, we also have different kinds of mandates within each county. So it's like I jump from one county to another, and it's different kinds of policies and everything. So yeah. it's like, who, 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 you know, who to believe, yeah. or what to go back. You know, I work for both Riverside and San Bernardino County, and it's interesting to see the different kinds of um, ways, you know, that, can, that they're implementing this uh, the virus. But if we would set it back up to how it was, or anything like that our leaders really taking the virus seriously. Um, You know, I have my own opinion about President Trump contracting COVID. Um, I think it was all a, uh, you know, I don't know if it is or not, but it's interesting to see that he caught COVID right when the elections were occurring Mm -hmm. or right when the speeches were occurring and stuff like that, debates were occurring. And, you know, three days later, he comes out by showing a face that there's nothing to worry about, that we can get through this together, and we shouldn't be scared. So when, you know, something like that is being said, I think it's a, you're laughing or it's a slap in the face to many people who actually did those people, you know, family members um, due to COVID-19. Um, I don't think that. They didn't take it as seriously as what it really is just because it didn't hit them hard as much as it would hit you or I, or anyone who's lost a family member or someone we know because of COVID. He was under being checkup on 24 seven. Like he's been seeing, he's been given the best medication out there and all that kind of stuff so he can recover quickly and such. Yeah. but not everyone has that kind of benefit, and I can't think about it. It's like no one has the benefit of being transported in a helicopter to the hospital or yeah. from the hospital to the White House yeah. or to your home. Not everyone has that. But what about you?
0: Um. So okay, well, just talking about your your top talk, talking about Trump getting sick. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of thought of it the other way. I thought of it more like I was I was glad that he got it, not like. As preface, I don't want him to pass away or anything. I'm saying I'm glad that he got it because I want him and other people uh, within his organization to feel what it's like to contract something that um, many people who side with the party uh, think of it as a hoax or it's not as, you know, min- basically minimizing uh, the impact that it's had uh, on the nation and in the world. And so I kind of, I was happy. I was like, okay, cool. You know, he gets to go through it. And uh, now he gets to know exactly, you know, what this, uh, what this feels like. Um, And unfortunately, I think it's kind of going the opposite way, kind of towards the way that you're saying, and uh, they're, they're minimizing it even more, right? Well, now that I've gotten it, it's fine, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, but you know, you don't have all the conditions that line up to where somebody can actually, you know, it could be fatal. It could be fatal to somebody else's health um you know I, I know people personally and i know you do too um, who have actually passed away because of it and for them it's real it's as real as you and i uh, for other people you know maybe they've had people get sick but not suffer um you know the ultimate fate but at that point it's like you know do do you really want to minimize it so much to where um you know it's it's gonna hurt people you love or even friends of friends of or co-workers people basically an extension of you um uh, those people are going to get sick and you know i don't know i just don't like the whole you know let's go and just live life as if nothing ever existed it's like nah, it exists or or, or some form of it and let's all all be as precautious as possible and then be reckless within your own means like your own boundaries at your own home go be reckless all you want you know um, just don't, um, you know, just try to be, uh, understanding of other people, uh, understanding right. of their situation. So I was happy. Um, I don't, I mean, there's been little talk here and there because it's so recent, um, you know, about his condition and how he felt and all that stuff. Of course, you know, our president and all our politicians are going to get the best health care. um, and that's another topic because I really want to go into that about, uh, in my opinion, how all politicians should, um, have a um, term limit. Uh, but, um, you know, I, I, I was really happy that it happened. Um. So let's see. Let's see what comes of it. Maybe there's some good policies that come of it. Um, I do know that uh, one good thing is he did tweet out, oh, you know, we're stopping all negotiations because uh, <laughs> until after I win, which is, you know, not a good thing for for many people. Um, right. But uh, from the news that I read this morning, uh, his advisors told him, no, it's it's a really good idea to do it. And so they're back at the negotiating table. Um you know, the the people who are in that room. So that's a good thing. I mean, I don't know if, um, you know, what what kind of transpired there, but I'm really happy to hear that. So to answer the question, do I think the leaders are taking it seriously? Um, not as serious as they should, in my personal opinion, um, but um, maybe hopefully they will now, right? Hopefully they will now. Right, right. Topic number two, vaccine mandates. Will our leaders take it, question mark. So uh, the preface to this, uh, the vaccine mandate kind of came about to where what happens if they say, okay, January 1st, uh, we talked a little bit about this in the first episode of the debate, but this one is talking about the mandate specifically. If they force a vaccine on us, like I know the lot of discussion is, you know, they'll start with kids, right? Kids going back to school, um, you know, you can't re-enter. Um, Your school, if you haven't taken it, you know, would parents do that or whatever? But let's take the question to us, right? Uh, Javi, if they uh, had a mandate, January 1, uh, would you take the vaccine?
1: I would only take it if they're taking it as well. (laughs) (laughs) So they have to be the first ones to take it. Why is it that they're putting the community especially children, be the first ones to be exposed to a vaccine, you know? And we talked about this in the past. I wasn't a believer of the uh, the foo shot. I never got it. Mm-hmm. But it's been about five, six years that I've been getting it every year. I got it today. Very you nice. know, and there's still people who still don't get it. Like, I they do. don't get it. I do. And, you know, that's their own personal choice. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing with the foo shot. I think it should be someone's own personal choice if they're going to be required to be taking it as well, and they're going to be the first ones to first liners to, you know, frontliners to take it and yeah, I'll stand right behind them and I'll take it. Mm. But it's only fair if it's everyone taking it yeah. and if it's the same one.
0: Yeah. That's, that's the key there is, is it the same one? I mean, you know, anybody on TV can show somebody getting a shot in the arm or taking pills, but are they the exact
1: same? <laughs> exactly. So it's, it, you know, and, and that's going to be, what's the proper word? The key. Your ethi- your ethical values. You know, like if you're being doing the right thing. Yeah. That's what I think. So, you know, if that person is being, you know, if political politics, political individuals, the government, anyone, you know, doing the right thing is that they're going to be the first ones also taking the what it's being given to us.
0: Yeah. You got to practice what you preach, right, Avi? You got to practice what you preach. And unfortunately, uh, I feel like politicians of of anybody, um, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're they the last ones to do what they say is uh, it, the law. But then
1: many of the vaccines, you know, it goes against your cultural beliefs.
0: Or religious beliefs.
1: Yeah. So it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to mandate everyone to take something that, they don't want to. You can't, I don't know. Like, It's going to be very hard to mandate something, in my personal opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so, too. I'm I'm super nervous. I mean, I, I was uh, uh, making signs over when Javi was talking, but I don't take the flu shot. Um, and I'm real leery of all that stuff because what they put in it, I mean, you don't really know, right? I mean, we're not doctors. We're not uh, the scientists who... Kind of put this together we're not the pharmaceutical company so there's so many different variables that things that can go wrong you know even like a little dust particle and when you're inserting and the syringe i mean there's just so many things so i'm really right. wary of all that stuff um i how do you force everybody to do it i mean it's almost impossible right unless you have a
1: gun to their face right um, or sorry. they're going to put a fine if you don't take yes. it
0: yes you know? exactly so-
1: it's yeah. we'll see how they if it passes we'll see how it goes through That's but i do awesome. see people fighting against it
0: yeah and now will be me you'll see me with my american flag just <laughs> <laughs> okay uh point number three um role of the vice president so um i was really disappointed to see that they both candidates, both candidates, didn't really talk about it. They kind of veered off into right. um, something else. And basically, to set this question up is: what happens? In paraphrasing the whole question, what happens uh, if the president? Because either president, either candidate, either Joe Biden or President Trump, uh, are in office. You know, starting in January twenty twenty one, either one of them will be the oldest president during their term um in the history of the united states so the question that was presented to both uh, potential vps um have you talked to the president about safeguards meaning if something happens to them if they become incapacitated you know what the roles would be and the transfer of power and all that stuff and both of them kind of didn't really talk about it and i was kind of upset um because i i would like to hear that i mean nobody wants to talk about death but Death is 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 undefeated all time, you know.
1: <laughs> um, more is not promised, and I think that goes for anyone. It doesn't matter how much better service of whether if it's you know food quality, whether if it's better um, health services, you know, yeah. anything could just happen. And I think, yeah, but I wish they did talk a little bit more about that. But I think why they didn't, because at the end of the day, they don't want to think that way. Yeah. They want to think that no matter what, I'm going to go ahead and support and I'm going to have the, the president's back no matter what.
0: They want to give and, that confidence though, right?
1: Of course. So I think though it's an important question, I think they know that it, anything could happen, but they don't want to go ahead and bring it up just because it's a, it's a confidence booster that they know that for the next four years, the president will be staying present and nothing will bad happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. I mean, same here. I just think that, um, I mean, you know, it's a discussion. It's a debate. You could talk about it. It's fine. Like nobody, by talking about it doesn't mean, oh, I wish that this happened to whoever. Uh, but that's what the VP is there for. And then from there, it's the, um, what is it? Secretary Pelosi. um, House Speaker, House Speaker Pelosi, it would be next in line. I mean, it's just, that's a safeguard that's in, you know, um, uh, it's, it's, it's there for a reason. And so, um, I I don't know, just, I I was kind of uh, turned off a little bit by that, but, um, yeah, the next topic, our relationship with China, are we enemies, competitors, friends? What are we Javi? What are we, what are we to you?
1: We become enemies, Mm. you know, and I think it's based on competition as well and who's the better nation. Mm. So um, as much, you know, as much as I think about it or anything like that, but China produces many of the stuff that we use here in the United States a lot. That you can't just say we can't work with China anymore because in a lot of the things that we need from China, it's just going to be blacked out. So, but I think we become their enemies and I think we're even continuing to become more enemies when we continue to repeat, you know, that COVID-19 was brought from China, you know, and I'm a believer that we don't have the true facts to know whether or not it did or not. What if it came from another country and it just starts very narrow in China? Yeah. We can't say that, you know, it's yeah. a virus and... Was it China the first country that it was, you know, out there and stuff like that? Yeah But we don't have the right. We don't have the research that yes, it did come from China But I think the more we say things like that we're becoming just more enemies to them And I think it's a sense of competition of who's who's yeah. be, who's wanting to be a better Nation our country
0: Yeah, I agree. I think um, uh, Well, I agree with some parts, but um, I think that you know, China has been dormant for so long and Mm -hmm. they kind of watch the world, you know, industrialize and, um, you know, become these dominant superpowers. And Americans have been known for just being so egregious going to other countries and saying, you know, I'm American and I could do what I want, you know, and trashing the place and all this stuff. And it's beautiful, right? Because to have that sense of, I can do that because I'm American, that's great. But other countries have pride in who they are too and okay. um, i think at a certain point maybe in the 90s 2000s um you start to see you know china become you know this uh okay we're we're setting things up for manufacturing we're going to be um, producing you know much of the globe's uh supplies and things that they need and then something happened in 2010s where it's like oh like they're coming like they're coming because what happens mm-hmm. is, is when you create that manufacturing process it, it brings it brings business, which helps to grow your economy, and so now all these other countries are looking like, uh-oh. And then so you've had the U.S. be so dominant for so long, now it's like, okay, wait a minute, we're 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 the best, and and I believe we are. I mean, I'm I'm, uh, you know, red and red and white and blue runs through my veins, and so I'm always gonna, you know, preach to the United States. And so at that point, now I feel like exactly what you said that China kind of sees us as like, no, 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 we're the superpower now because look at all these contracts we have, look at all these business, look at all these people, you know, our our military is probably second to none. It's like, well, yeah, but we've been doing it for a lot longer than you have. <laughs> so right. you see that you see that uh, conflict arise. Um, I'm going to disagree with you on the whole, um, you know, where the COVID thing. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I don't think that the COVID talks help anything. I do. I personally believe that um, it did come from China. And I'm one of those conspiracy theorists that think, oh, you know, because it's funny how the trade deal happened right in February. And it wasn't supposedly, I mean, nobody really has all the facts yet. But the the trade deal wasn't as favorable to China as they probably would have liked it to be so then guess what happens in march we hear about the whole global slowdown and all that stuff and so um i always am a big believer of will follow the money and you'll kind of get your answer there and to me it makes a lot more sense um you know for that to happen but if you go down my road it's like okay well what do you do now if all that's true what do you do now like do you hold china accountable and they already got an unfavorable trade deal. They're not going to give us any money for all the loss of, you know, no, they're not going to, they're not going to take responsibility because then that means if it's true, I'm not saying it is, but if it's true, they're not going to go and give Italy and France and all these other countries who had to stop, yeah. slow. Down. they're not going to give them any money. So it's like, mm-hmm. what do you do now? <laughs> you know what I mean? So um that's how I personally feel about it. Avi?
1: No, no and I agree. Like, there's no way that China's going to go ahead and come in and be like, you know, we owe so much, billions of dollars or whatever. to Probably trillions. Tea. Yeah. Because of whatever it's lost. like, they're walking away with whatever happened, happened. Mm-hmm. And who's to say, like, you know, we're going to wake up one day and we're going to be like, this was just a nightmare and we're just back to normal. Yeah. You know, go ahead and move on. Yeah. And I think that's how they're going to be looking at it. So.
0: And I think the, the, because there's, there's one or two outcomes and I think, The one outcome is going to be exactly what you said, which is everybody just forget about it. Maybe there's some type of subsidy or whatever, but nothing too serious, nothing too dramatic. Or the other one, which is something that I don't think any country wants to talk about, that's going to war. It's exactly what happened. Uh, One of the causes and, you know, all the other world wars that we had is financial stuff, you know. Um, people don't talk about it enough, but one of the reasons that we got out of the great depression, uh, great depression in the twenties is because we went to war. Um, Mm -hmm. and so could I see that happening? I would hope not because I think that that it's a whole different world from the 1940s. Now there's nuclear bombs. Now there's biological war. So I'd hate to see that happen, but, um, I mean, it could go there. It could go there. Yeah. And, okay, Javi, this is a topic that I think me and you are both been excited to talk about. I got to crack my knuckles there. I'm so excited.
1: And, and it's coming, Will, and I think, you know, and I want to go ahead and verify, you know, like just for the, uh, I would want for us to talk about this even more later. Yes. Um, Just here in the U.S. So, okay. but let's talk a little bit more about it, which is
0: education reform education reform (laughs) yes 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 okay so um they did talk a little bit about it um i don't have any talking points that i wrote down as notes so what we're going to do anyway is kind of touch like javi said touch upon it a little bit but we will be dedicating um you know a few shows to that too because education is just so complex it's so broad that there's no way that we can uh you know give adequate time to um, uh, appropriate time that would be needed to um, give it justice. So education reform, Javi, start. What would you do if
1: you were in charge? Was using the tax money um, or uh, looking into that all community colleges become affordable or free to everyone in the US. The other thing was a $10,000 cut from any student loans that you may have. So I'm all about that. I think that's a good idea. But where's that money gonna be coming from? <laughs> <It's>, Sorry.
0: <laughs> I'm complete opposite, guys. Sorry, go
1: ahead. Uh, you know, where's that money gonna be coming from? You know? Um, I think one of the things that I think the United States needs to work on first, it's the education system, how it works. And if we just talk about a four year university, if you go to a four year university, the first two years, what are you doing? You're taking general education courses, you're taking, you know, geography, geology, um, health science, classes that don't pertain to your major, which should be other classes that are going to help you to be a better candidate in your field Mm -hmm. in your bachelor's field i feel like we don't have anything set until you start going into your master's program or even into your doctorate's program you know Mm -hmm. that's that's how it's looking here my thing is that it's becoming easier to obtain a bachelor's degree than what it used to be before yeah um you know, and it's... Javi and it's, hobby,
0: hobby says that because I have a bachelor's degree and he has a doctorate. So he's minimizing
1: it, my... <laughs> which I'm happy. No, 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 which I'm happy. Just it kidding. makes, you know, it's good. It's really good. You know, but, you know, people are graduating within four years, but you don't attain any... You know, and we know this. We're both professionals in our fields and everything. But out of those four years that we're in college, whether if it took us four or five years or even six years for some of us, to attain a bachelor's degree, only two years are being spent. And the courses that we're going to be looking into, you know, like what we want to do and stuff like that. So I don't know. I could just go on with the whole education reform, but I think there needs to be other classes, for example, in high school given to students, you know, that teaches you certain things that we don't hear about, Mm -hmm. you know, for example, credit cards, um, what is it really the cost of living, you know, and in your state? Um, taxes, you know, we hear about it maybe because our parents, but not everyone has a luxury of your parents coming to you and teaching you those things. Sometimes you have to learn on your own. Yeah. Uh, once you're 18, you open that credit card and then you learn later how bad a credit card can be and how it can affect you in the long run. Yeah. Interest rates, we don't learn that until... You're out in the. You're all on your own.
0: And some people never do.
1: So, I think there's a lot of little things that we have to. That I feel that before we touch basis on what all this money that we owe and all that kind of stuff, we need to really look into the whole education system. And I'm talking K through 12, and then I'm talking about the four-year colleges.
0: Yeah, so. yeah. Um <clears throat> Okay, so I'm gonna. First of all, from my perspective, me and Javi agree, the education system is broken. Um, it's broken in many different ways and pieces, and um, I think um, we would definitely um, change a lot about it, and so that's a, that's a great thing, and I love what Javi talks about I do. The one part that I'm gonna disagree on is I definitely don't agree with paying for people's first year, because I, I didn't pay for, I mean, I, I'm sorry. I gotta rephrase that. I the one thing that I personally don't agree with with hobby is I don't agree with paying for people's college. Um, I think that we do have a financial aid system that's set up that I would increase maybe we can in talk about increasing you know those limits because you know two parent family who's working who's making, You know, I don't know, under 60, 70 grand. I mean, that still ain't a lot of money. You know, that's both of them barely being, you know, uh, working nine to five jobs. And so um, how are they going to be able to afford college for all their kids? So there definitely should be some subsidies or more scholarships, more grants and all that stuff for it. But I would personally not say every kid should. Have free college uh, because I remember what my first year of college <laughs> was like. Don't give me free college.
1: Well, you're right. And you're right to a sense. And this is where I'm, I will agree with you. I feel that, you know, personally, I had to pay for school. You know, my dad, you know, he made enough where like I still had to report him and I wasn't eligible to some of the grants or whatever. But it made me work harder, you know, so that. Though there was three other kids, you know, my siblings still at home and still my dad wanted to help me get through college and stuff, but it made me appreciate me working harder in college. And I think, you know, this is my own personal thing, but if the opportunity is just given to anyone, then I don't know. I don't know if people will actually appreciate what college is all about. And you got to work hard. You got to really work hard and things Take like that.
0: Take it seriously, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I recently, like another, and I know this is probably going off topic, but, you know, I remember when I was in high school, a senior, uh, a junior, I was stressed about SATs. You know, I was studying for them. I was taking all the extra ones. And then if I didn't do so well in the SATs, then let me take the ACT. That way, I I heard, oh, it might be easier, but I was like studying and studying and now they're not required. So what's the challenge? What's the challenge?
0: Yeah, exactly. What's the, and I think the word that we're circling around is appreciation. Mm Where's the appreciation for it? Uh, Because it's like, if you don't have to work for it, if you don't have to uh, uh, technically qualify for it in the sense of SATs, where's the appreciation for it? Mm -hmm. Um, I agree 100% with that. Um, I Okay, so I would definitely disagree with the whole let's pay for people's college only because I don't, again, I would, that's the word. I don't think kids would appreciate it. Um, and then from the, uh, grade school to high school, listen, there's many, many reports. We don't have to tell you guys that the U S is ranking on the bottom of the average of the global public education system. I mean, we are terrible. Um, When it comes to private education, I mean, I'm talking about private universities like uh, Harvard or Stanford. I mean, they're ranking in the big bucks so they can afford to hire great teachers and have good curriculum and all that stuff. But in in regards to the public education system of um, K through 12, I would really look into it. I would really look into it. And here's the thing. Okay, ready? I gotta stretch for this one. (laughs) Listen, one thing that I've learned in going through school, um, you know, all that stuff is school is not made for everybody. And here's what I mean. In school, you're learned how to attend school, you are learned, you follow directions, and you are to execute those directions, you know, to the highest ability that you can, or what is of required of you. To me, what does that spell out? To me, that spells out a worker. That means somebody who's going to fall in line at a job, follow directions, and do them to the best of your ability. For people like me who are entrepreneurs, um, it doesn't really work that way because we work outside the box. We question the box. We say, wait a minute, well, why is it this way when I could do it this way or blah, blah. So I really think that we should be catering to people's gifts and what they're made for to really push this country up Um you know, towards a better, um, towards, towards in a better direction. Um, I think that they hundred percent agree with you, Javi. I think that we don't teach finance. I think there's a reason for it, but they don't <laughs> teach finance. They don't teach credit. They don't teach APR. They don't teach, uh, home loans. They don't teach even how to write a check. I even yeah. heard from some of, uh, people that I know, Javi, that they're even, kids don't even know how to write cursive anymore.
1: <laughs> how are they supposed to sign their name? It's- because of- the first thing that they're it's planning in their heads as they're growing up, it's a credit card where you just swipe it. Yep. And now we're moving into a technology where you don't even need a credit card, you just need your smartphone or your Apple Watch or you yep. whatever. You know, like you don't need to carry these uh what's programs in our heads. Like it's it's a technology is evolving, you know, and the kids are adapting to this new technology devices, which it's becoming easier for them to or two things yeah um, it's interesting with the education system like I hear multiple people it's like I could you know and it's interesting right now will that you're saying a lot of you know but some of the things that we're learning in college you could just go to YouTube and pull up a video and you learn the topic and then you yep. quiz me on it I'll take 10 of the 10 of the topics courses and then I could probably pass the class. Yep. without me paying so much mm-hmm. and that's what's becoming in the U.S. education system I feel that students are like you know, what's the purpose and if there's a purpose it's becoming easier for them mm-hmm. so I mean there's different little things that I would want to talk about when it comes down to the education system like in general as a professor now you know I see how the difference is now being a professor and then 10 years ago when I was a student, like, it's interesting. Like, there's a lot of little things that i like to talk about, but we could probably save that for the next, for another one.
0: Absolutely. And before I move on from this topic, I just want to make three points real fast, Hobby. The first one mm-hmm. is, listen, uh, I'm going to dive into that talking about, you know, following directions and being a worker bee because I'm probably going to piss people off. You know, oh, I got a 4.0 and blah, blah. Yeah, but you ain't the CEO of a company. You might be a VP, but you ain't CEO. <laughs> Second, so that's that wasn't the first point, I promise. That was not the first point. The first point is um, if, if you uh, want to be a doctor, a lawyer, um, things that it's a profession that requires education, then go for college. If you don't watch any more, of our episodes just listen to these points go to college okay you want to go if you want to be a teacher that's what college is there for if you want to be an entrepreneur business person by the way construction guys i know a lot of them that make six figures after like three years <laughs> Did <you> see that? <laughs> after three years <laughs> i went to college i promise <laughs> after three years of being on the job and they're making six figures they don't have a college degree they just right. did the training, they're journeymen, they went through, you don't need college to have a good paying job. You can be a business person, or you can learn electrical, plumbers. I know all those guys and they make big bucks. I'm talking big bucks here. Um, and then the third thing, teachers do not get paid enough for what they have to endure. Um, You know, we could talk about education reform. There's things that we agree and disagree, but I think that that's the one thing that we can agree on is teachers do not get paid enough for the stuff that they have to endure.
1: I agree. So, what were topics that you felt that they were left out? Well, like I mean, a lot of things were left out that you probably would want to have heard.
0: Yeah, I mean, two things I would say um, is is number one is probably finance. Um, I mean, look, I'm a big money guy, Um, Javi's, he's really smart. Um, And so a lot of discussions that we can talk about privately, I mean, he gets, but a lot of other people don't. And so what do you mean about finance? Well, I mean, why don't they ever talk about that? Why don't they ever talk about, listen, not taxes, not, you know, um, uh, which side are you gonna be, you know, your beliefs on and blah, blah, blah. Why don't they ever talk about, listen, the way that we get our people better is to teach finance or financial class or things like that. Um, They don't do that and I wish they would um, do that a little bit more.
1: When you talk about finance though, well, what area would you wanna hear more about? I mean, when you think about finance, finance is huge, Mm -hmm. but in what field or what area? Finance
0: basics, finance basics. I mean, we had, um, you know, I would say learning about how to, what is interest rates? Uh, what is APR, you know, what is a PMI if you're, if you're getting a house, what's a PMI, um, how much should you have as a down payment? Um, really basics like that, like, for example, um, if you, you know, if you put your money in a savings account, majority of the time, wait, I'm sorry, I'm doing it this way, majority of the time, if you put it in a savings account, that savings account is going to pay out less than what inflation every year will pay. Will take from you. So let's just say if a savings account you put in it's at two percent. Well, inflation is at three percent. So you're losing one percent every year. Why is that? Because we live in a capitalistic society, and in order for money to grow, it needs to be invested somewhere else so it can right. grow. Basically, it's like a it's like a circle of of money, it's a basic 101, and people don't understand that. And It's like, dude, like why don't they talk about this stuff? This is easy stuff. And so um, just basics like that, you know, I, I really wish they did. I know some schools um, I've heard of when, because I, I do teach uh, uh, basics on money and things like that, uh, They there are some schools like in Kansas and uh, the South and Tennessee that they, some school districts do talk about money and, and they teach that and that's a high school requirement. So I am I love to hear that. And it's like, dude, why don't all of them should make a requirement for everybody uh, right. to learn about that and- so, um, yeah, I said two things, but that's the only thing I could think of right now. Javi, what is, uh, something that I mean, you wish that they talked
1: about? I was like political, um, mm. being political, you know, I think at the end of the day, that's one of the things that they didn't really talk, um, talk about. I think, I, I think the whole debate, and we take it back to the whole debate at the end of the day, at the end of the day, both vice presidents were protecting the, the party's president. You know, I think that's what they were doing. That's what the program, you know, but I would have want to hear more about political stuff. And I think the last question caught it, that it was given by an eighth grade student, you know, like I turn on the TV and I hear both parties just fighting and arguing. Yeah, And that's, you know, I'm a believer that instead of arguing and fighting and all this kind of stuff, it seems that why can't we just come together and work together? And that's my biggest thing. It's like, I'm all for people, you know, and I'll say it again and I'll tell my friends and everything, but just because whatever political party they're picking, I'm not going to defriend them just because of their political choice. If anything, more power to our friendship or to our whatever we have, Mm -hmm. just because it makes it unique. Otherwise, it'd be boring just to deal with the same people in the same political party that I am green with, you know, it it becomes boring, but I think if we, you know, everyone thinks differently, everyone thinks, um, everyone thinks differently in period, but there's always a 50 50. And I think that question got to me. And I feel like we would be a strong nation only if we could just really work together. And I don't think we are, I think we're very divided at this very moment.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree hundred percent in that, that it's just so unfortunate that, um, you know, this climate has really forced people to, you know, feel so like, oh my God, you know, uh, Biden, I, I just feel so close to him, you know, or it's like Trump, I feel so close to them. And it's like, dude, like Biden, Trump, they don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. They don't know who you are. They don't care about you. You think they care about you? They're over there sitting in the back, drinking champagne and laughing while we all divide. And why is that, you guys? Why is that? I'll tell you why. Because it's just like a gang, like a street gang, like the police gang. It's the politician game to protect the politicians, to give themselves more power. That's why. If they give themselves more power, they give themselves longer terms. They give themselves more ability to control the dynamics of all that stuff it's it's all they're playing us they're playing us and if you you don't see that you're you're a fool you're a fool you know people are like oh you know i'm gonna side with this person because they said this no well i'm gonna with this person and guess what these people who are lifelong friends like you're saying javi they're breaking up and it's like dude what what are you doing you you know that they're they're all friends right i mean we've seen the pictures of hillary and donald trump you know being friends right (laughs) i mean they're all they're all laughing about us and uh, uh, laughing at us and um, the, the people who are for us are the people, you know, who have always been for us. And so don't let the, that, that type of stuff divide. Um, instead, like you said, Javi, it should only strengthen um, our relationships and, and not divide us. Yeah. Okay. I like,
1: that I like to make, Will, um, you know, two comments. First one is vote. And we've been saying that over and over. Get out there and vote. And the second one, whatever the outcome is of what, you know, who wins or not, it's going to be up to us as well. Us, the people, you know, Um, if we want to see change, we have to practice what we say as well. And we can't allow whoever wins or loses, you know, it's us who also make the change. And it's us, the people make the most, you know, Yeah. that's all I wanted to say.
0: No, it's beautiful, Javi. Um, yeah, I mean, me and Javi, we don't agree on a lot of things and even politics, we don't agree on a lot of things. You guys have, you guys have seen that firsthand uh, from our videos. That's truly how we are. There's no scripts. We literally just kind of uh, talk about different points and it's from the heart. Um, but we have a mutual respect and a mutual love. I mean, I'd be there for him and I know he'd be there for me. And so I think it only strengthens our bond to know that in adversity, um, you know, that that, that never changes. And what right. good is it? What good is it to only love your friends? What good is it? You know, uh, reach over the aisle and grab an enemy and just learn about them, you know, try to try to see their point of view, because in in essence, really, we're all just fighting for the exact same thing, you know, which okay. is respect, which is love. Um, we're just going about it in different ways. And so um, I think when we really look deep down inside, uh, we're going to see that we're not that different after all. We're not that different after all. <laughs> so um and then last thing again like Javi said uh vote we're big we're big proponents of voters um I'm going to be voting in person I think Javi said he's mailing his in right Javi mm-hmm. right so um yeah please vote and if your outcome isn't the way it is um uh, then just allow that to strengthen you uh, right. not to hinder you from whatever your dreams your aspirations are Um, uh, because only um you know, only the resilient are the ones who uh, are going to make this country great. Uh, exactly. Only, only the people who can endure something and continue on uh, those are the people who make this country great. Um, final thoughts, Javi? Are we good?
1: Yeah, I'm good.
0: Good? Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, that'll do it for this episode. Thanks for joining us. Uh, did you agree with some of our topics? Did you agree with. Um, you know uh the some of the topics that we talked about or would you have liked to see uh something else talked about um, did we get it right am i a fool <laughs> let us know in the comments below uh for william for javi see you guys next episode